Good morning, Javier Churches. Good morning to those joining us from elsewhere. Everyone is very welcome. This is Colin speaking. And today we're having our service from Morbato, and it will be a joint service and it will be communion. It's part of our harvest season. We had harvest at Linton two weeks ago, a joint service at Yetum last Sunday, and our harvest communion this Sunday. And the service will be at 11. And there will be a retiring collection for the Kelso Food Bank. People have been very generous, giving in cash and in kind. We very much appreciate it. Other notices, I'll be at Yetham Church on Wednesday between 10 and 12, if anyone wants to see me there. Um, there's an online course on food management and more details about it from either Susan or Brian. And I think these are all the announcements. Our call to worship. The banqueting table is prepared. God calls us to feast together. We come from east and west, from north and south, to sit together at the table of the Lord. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And I should remind you, it is communion and even in this podcast, I'll go through the communion service. So if you want to have some, an oat cake or a piece of bread ready, some wine ready, then please do so. Um, we have our opening hymn is 230 Praise God for the Harvest. Often, often we sing it to the tune Sendenio, the Immortal Invisible, but I forgot to mention that to Heather. And they're using the the tune in the book, and it's actually a very nice tune. So 2.30, verses 1, 4, and 5. Thank you so much. Now we have our prayers of adoration and confession. Let us pray. Praise be to you, O God, for the wonders of your creation. You spin the shining stars and stretch out the seas to the furthest horizon. You lift the curtain of dawn so light can chase away the night. You give the earth its seasons 
and each creature its lifespan, breathing life and love into each precious soul. And so we come to praise you. Breathe your spirit into us once more to inspire us to serve you with creativity and commitment, with the honesty and humility we meet in Jesus Christ, your Son and our Lord. Ever present God, when you invite us to your table, you ask us to come with clean hands and clean hearts. You asked us to come in peace, seeking reconciliation with you and with one another. We confess that the church has not always sought reconciliation within or beyond its walls. And into this silence, we hand over to you the broken relationships, the disagreements and disappointments that keep us from living in your peace. Free us from the burdens that we carry so that we may be a source of peace in this troubled world. In the name of Christ, who is our peace. And if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. The old has passed away. See, everything has become new. Know that you are forgiven and have the courage to forgive one another. Amen. Our first reading comes from the book of Job in chapter 38, and we read from verse 1. And the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind. Who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Gird up your loins like a man. I will question you, and you shall declare to me. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Who determined its measurements? Surely you know. Or who stretched the line upon it? And what were its bases sunk, and who laid its cornerstone, when the morning stars sang together, and all the heavenly beings shouted for joy? Amen. And then we turn to the Gospel of Mark in chapter 10, and reading from verse 35. And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came forward to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, What is it you want me to do for you? And they said, Grant us to sit, one at your right hand and one on your left in your glory. But Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? They replied, We are able. Then Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink you will drink, and with the baptism with which I am baptized you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand and at my left is not mine to grant. It is for those for whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard this, they began to be angry with James and John. So Jesus called them and said to them, You know that among the Gentiles, those whom you, they recognize as their rulers lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. But it is not so among you. 
but whoever wishes to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wishes to be first among you must be the slave of all. For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. And this is a word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And we have another hymn for Harvest Tide. It's All Things Bright and Beautiful, 137. And we sing verses 1 and 4. we have our weekly prayer. Creator God, we join together this harvest time in remembering the Son of Man who came to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. We thank you that you are always more ready to hear our prayers and to respond to them in ways that are sometimes beyond our expectation or imagination. Help us to be part of your response as we seek to serve those around us. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The sight of combine harvesters and fields of wheat or hay can give us a good feeling inside, knowing that year after year, the harvest is brought in. The sight of the hills around us, with perhaps a rainbow painting the sky, can give us a good feeling as we reflect on the majesty of all creation and God as creator. The sight of a spectacular sunrise or sunset can fill us with a sense of real awe and make us feel that God is speaking to us. Or this week I've noticed in the television some pictures of the northern lights and surely when we see them, we can be filled with awe as well. 
But what about a, a violent storm? We used to say the thunder was God moving the furniture about in heaven. But does God speak in the storm or in the whirlwind? They seem to wreak some such violence and destruction. And yet in our passage from the Old Testament, God speaks to Job from the whirlwind. And you can just imagine how awestruck Job would have been. Now, Job is an interesting character. He's a good and a faithful person, one of the best. But he lost his wife. He lost his family. He lost his business and his house. He even lost his health. Discovered in sores, in one misfortune after the other, one calamity after the other. But he dares to ask why. He asks why bad things happen to good people. He asks why people suffer. And that's something that all down the centuries people have asked. And we even ask that today when we suffer so much. Now, Job's friends rallied round him, but maybe they were false friends. They say that it must have been his fault. He must have done something wrong. He must have sinned in some particular way. He must be to blame. But Job disagrees with them. He says, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I feel that I I'm, I'm, have a right relationship with God. I haven't done anything wrong. That's what Job says. And he demands to speak to God. And in our passage today from chapter 38, that's precisely what happens. God speaks from the whirlwind. Job would be awestruck. He would also be Terrifying, I think. God doesn't give a definitive answer to the problem of suffering, but rather poses questions for Job and says, Gird yourself. Come on, stand up straight. And then says, Where were you when the earth was created, when I put down the foundations of the earth? Where were you when the, the sun rises each day? answer me. In other words, he gives Job a new perspective. Job can only see part of the picture, but God sees a whole picture. And in a way, he's left facing the, the mystery of God. God's too big to comprehend fully. Paul, in 1 Corinthians, says that now we see in a mirror darkly but then we shall see face to face now we know only in part but in the fullness of time we shall know fully we gather for a communion and at communion we face the mystery of God we gather we share in bread and wine and feel that sense of closeness with God but we can't explain everything but her faith opens itself to the mystery 
of God and the mystery of God's love for us. But what we do know is that God, that Jesus called his disciples together for one last meal and took bread and wine and told them to do so in memory of him. And we do that today. And we remember Jesus. What we know is that when he took the bread and broke it, that, that we do know that he took the bread and broke it. And so we remember his broken body on the cross of Calvary. He took the wine and poured it. And we remember his blood shed on the cross of Calvary. We remember the sacrifice he made for us. And in the mystery of faith, we believe he died there on the cross, his arms stretched out in a saving, all-encompassing embrace. And at this meal, he meets us still and feeds us with the sustenance. We need to continue to be his people in the world. And so as we draw near, we draw near in faith, delighting in the mystery of God and resolve to serve Christ in the world. Amen. And we now have our prayers of dedication and intercession. Great and gracious God, we offer our gifts, small tokens of our love for you. Bless them with the power of your spirit, that they may accomplish more than we can even imagine in Christ's name. Christ the servant king, when we seek power and glory for ourselves and overlook the needs of the humble and the weak, help us to follow your example of service. Where there are those who rely on food banks and on benefits, Help us to follow your example of service. Where stronger nations ignore the plight of the poor. Where food and medical supplies are stockpiled while others cry out in need. Help us to follow your example of service. Where our neighbours are sick, imprisoned by an addiction, cold through lack of shelter, lonely through isolation. Tearful because of bereavement. Help us to follow your example of service. And where our personal ease and comfort leads us to ignore the threats to the future of our planet. Help us to follow your example of service and be your people in the world. Amen. The hymn 510, Jesus calls us here to meet him.
And as we go into the communion part of our service, again, I'd remind you, if you wish to join in the communion, have a, a piece of bread, some wine or juice ready. Now let us hear the story of how God's reconciling love set this table for us. On the night he was arrested, Jesus came to the table with those he loved to share a meal that promised freedom, freedom that required courage and sacrifice. He took bread and blessed the God of all creation, and he broke the bread among his disciples and said, Take this, all of you, and eat it. This is my body given for you. When the supper was ended, he took a cup of wine and gave thanks to God. He passed the wine among his disciples and said, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is a cup of the new covenant sealed in my blood for the forgiveness of sin. Do this to remember me. So now we do as Jesus did. We take this bread and this wine, ordinary things of the world. In these, Jesus has promised to be present. And through these, Christ can make us whole. Let us pray. The Lord be with you and also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. It is right to give God thanks and praise. It is our greatest calling and joy to give you praise. Lord God, creator, sustainer of earth and heaven, you spoke and all things came into being. The sun, the moon, the stars, the sky, the earth, the waters and all they contain. Your spirit swept over creation and brought order out of chaos, life from the formless void. And from the elements of the earth, you created humankind, each unique and all made in your holy image. Your breath gave us life and called us to live with you in loving service to neighbour and stranger alike. Yet when we turned away, you didn't turn from us and through the prophets you called us back to your ways. And you sent Jesus, your son, born of a mother's flesh, to reveal the full extent of your grace and love. Again and again, you welcome us to your side with the open arms of a loving Father. Therefore, we join our voices with those from every time and place to proclaim your glory. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. Holy is your son, Jesus, walking this earth, feeding the hungry, calling the lost and lonely. He brought healing and wisdom to those who sought him out and revealed your kingdom taking shape in this world. As we break bread and share wine in his name with your people here in every place, so we recall the mystery of our faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. So pour out your spirit upon us and upon your gifts of bread and wine, we pray. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who taught us when we pray to say, 
our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And the Lord Jesus in the night before he died took bread, giving thanks to God, broke it and said, This is my body broken for you. Do this in memory of me. The same way he took the cup and said, This cup is a new covenant sealed in my blood. Whenever you drink it, do so in memory of me. O Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you who take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. O Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us your peace. And so take and eat. And if you have your piece of bread, just take it now. This is the body of Christ broken for you. And if you take the wine, this is the blood of Christ shed for you. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. And may the peace of God be with you. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you've nourished us body and soul in this meal. We've heard your love proclaimed. Now send us out to speak it to others. You've seen your love poured out. Now send us out to show it in everything we do. We've been fed by your love at your table. Send us out to share it so that the world may believe. Let all things be done for your glory. Amen. And our closing hymn is a hymn 518, Lift Up Your Hearts. We sing verses 1 and 4.
and may the God of all guide and keep you this day and tomorrow and always. And may the blessing of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you. Amen. <laughs>